0: Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for The Magicians Business Group, and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. I think we should start a podcast. Oh God, I didn't realise we're
1: already recording! Wow, look at that! Sorry guys for the cringiest intro in the world. I've been thinking, what doesn't the TSM podcast have? An intro song. We don't have an intro song yet. It's true. I've been preparing something. Are you ready? I don't know. Should I be? Let me demo it. It's 2021. A new year. In your scene. Picture it. We're all mentalists, all magicians here on the TSM podcast. Intro music. Roll. It's a new year. New you. You're listening to TSM.
0: It's season two. How's that? You know, I'll be honest. I didn't have high hopes until I heard it. And I kind of like that. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm not going to lie. What can I say? I'm a lyrical genius. Anyway,
1: welcome back to the TSM podcast. That's right. It's 2021 and we are bringing you the tips, tricks, methods and techniques to improving your magic, mentalism and performance. Don't know how I can go from that crazy nonsense to this serious stuff, but there we go. Look, guys, it's 2021 and we know what's happening. Like I said in that brilliant intro song, it's a new you. And that means that most of you are probably going to be thinking about goals. The things that you want to do for 2021. You're probably thinking, oh my god, it's January. What am I going to do? New year resolutions and all that. Let's, I know, let's improve my magic. That's what I want to focus on in January. So we've put together a little episode dedicated to that to get you through to achieve the things you want to achieve this year.
0: Exactly. So we're going to be taking this whole idea of goal setting and Chances are, as Ashley said, you've probably got some goals already, but as with everything, you set a New Year's resolution for 2021 and chances are you're not going to actually have much success with them. And well, I've, I've been spending a lot of time and me and Ashley have been sort of doing a lot of independent studies into this and we've worked out a couple of the main reasons why. And that's kind of what we want to do today. We want to actually share and explain a couple of those. So... To start with, Ashley, what are some of the big problems that people have when they're setting goals? Yeah, so sort of overall, what are some of the big problems that people have when they set a goal? That's it. Guys,
1: right now, most of you are watching this because, one, you're interested in setting goals, or two, you've already got goals set. And the thing is... With any resolutions for the new year, we know that most people don't actually follow that through, or it gets to the end of January, and it doesn't go any further, or you write it on your list, and it doesn't happen. The reason is, and I can tell you, and I can give an actual example here, Adam, the mindset guru, he's obsessed with peak performance and everything to do with personal growth, and uh, and Adam, you were actually telling me some awesome tips and advice and how to, how to just be better and more efficient and, and do amazing things to start my day. And and with all that information, I, I developed this insane morning routine, guys. And uh, And I wrote it down and I stuck it on the wardrobe behind me. So every day when I woke up and it said, wake up, 6.30 a.m. And then for three hours, it was going through things like, I must read i must meditate i must drink plenty of water i must go for shower i must drink more water i must then do a uh an hour walk i then must drink more water i then should do uh exercise with weights and then go back to journaling and literally it was insane and you know what happened in the end i did it i did it for day one and day two came about you know what happened aiden i did it again and i felt amazing and then day three happened And that was the end of it. And it didn't really go any further um, than that.
0: Well, it's really interesting. There's a few interesting points at play there. I mean, a lot of people, when they start trying to develop a morning routine, they really want to sort of hyperload it with loads and loads of stuff. And the chances are that, well, to start with, you're trying to build in new daily habits for three hours. You're literally sat there carving out three hours of your day, every single day, dedicated to tasks that you like chances are you don't already do them so it's brand new and when you're doing something so new it's a real struggle and people try and build in these uh, new tasks and the reality is that habits take a while to to sort of kick in and develop and we're going to talk a little bit more about this later but some of the problems that you encountered there Ashley first of all your why wasn't big enough you didn't have a clear reason why you wanted to do all of this. Uh, if I'm right in saying, I'm going to make the assumption right now and say that the only reason you did that is because I had a pretty damn structured morning routine, and you wanted to try and compete.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. There was no real why, and it was all external. It was social pressure that made you do this. Just like when a lot of people they set the goals of, I want, I want to be in peak health. I want to cut sugar out. I want to, I want to write and sell and do some amazing books or or be the best performer and sell out theaters and and that's my year 2021 is my year and the chances are that's bullshit made up by somebody else's like it's made up by some other people's pressures and, and it's it's stupid because it's not intrinsic it's not coming from yourself and that's the big problem what you need to do. And again, this is complete clear. We're all guilty of this. I'm guilty of this. I can talk about this all day long. And I, yes, I still get affected by other people's pressures. If if anything, it's, at the minute, I'm really struggling with that. But <laughs> And Ashley's laughing because it's so true. But the first step to really mastering your goals and actually setting the best goals are ones that actually come and resonate with you. Don't just say that I want to make a million pounds because a million sounds cool. And I'm doing a little bit of research. Again, I haven't told you this actually, so this is all novel for you. But I'm doing a little bit of re- research in terms of the psychology of the big one mill because everybody's obsessed with it. Everyone wants to grow to a million TikTok followers, or a million pounds, or a million seats, and all this crazy stuff. But what it needs to be is it needs to resonate with you as a person. And again chances are that you might have appreciated, in this case, the the meditation, the morning journaling, or all those other things. But there wasn't a strong enough reason. You couldn't see why you wanted to do that. And that's where you went wrong first time. Yeah. Aside from that, there's the other problem in that you probably wasn't clear enough. And I know everybody listening was like, well, that sounded pretty clear to me. If you had three hours of a schedule, then it probably was pretty clear. But chances are that wasn't the case actually probably if you correct me if I'm wrong here but you probably put as for the 20-30 minutes of meditate you probably put meditate yeah exactly so you need to get clearer what are you going to be doing during that time are you going to be using Vishen Lakiani six-phase meditation are you going to be using a completely different style of meditation are you just going to spend 20 minutes listening to some waves as you do your own stuff Get clear, write that thing down and get super specific. And we're going to talk about this more in terms of actually the setting goals in a minute. But you need to be uber clear in terms of every little detail, because what you want to do is you want to turn yourself into a walking, talking robot so that you don't have to think. Get your consciousness out of the way so that you can just get up in the morning, blitz through that morning routine and just operate on autopilot so you can save your memory for the tough stuff. Okay. let's say let's give
1: a perspective here of a um of a magician and mentalist listening to this podcast their goal for 2021 is quite simple and it's to be a
0: better performer is that too vague yes a hundred percent that is far too vague and there's a few reasons why first of all you cannot measure that there is literally no way of measuring are you a better performer But you need to get clear on that. You can clarify it and say, I want to be a better performer in that I get more tickets sold to my shows or I get more reviews after each show or I can actually like maybe you tie your success with your um, sort of fee, if you like, for a gig. And if you can up your fee, that means you're worth it and you've become a better performer because you're at a higher price range or whatever the case may be. Now, I'm not saying that that's a, a definitive correlation, but perhaps that's the way you want to measure it if you just want to be a better performer, you need to get clear. What does that look like? What does that mean? Because then you've got something to chase. At the minute, if you want to be a better performer, okay, you learn something new every time you do a trick. Do which hand wants. Suddenly you're a better performer because you've learned something. And if you haven't, well, maybe that's your metric to track instead. But no, no, that is a terrible goal. We need to get clearer. So what can we do? What other options? How can we flesh that out even to becoming something much more definitive?
1: So maybe the answer is, and some people listen to this might have already had an answer. It might've been on the list to start with. Maybe they've said, I want to be a better performer. And actually what I want to develop, you know, in January for my new year's resolution is I actually don't want to touch the business stuff. I don't want to touch the mindset stuff. I don't want to even touch the performance skills. I want to touch the, just the methods And I want to get better at doing my slides, doing my billet switches. That's a little bit more specific. And being like, you know, and identifying and say, I want to do better billet switches because then I can do them naturally in performance and not have to worry and focus on that so I can focus more on the performance and giving uh, a better time for my audience. Now we've got something uber specific here. But there's still a few pitfalls you can fall to when having that in there. But we can give some tips on, on how to make sure that this is mm, crystal clear
0: and you follow it through. hundred percent. So at the minute, we're a little bit further into the game. You want to be a better performer. And the way that you're going to do that is by improving your billet switches. Now, again, still far too vague. You want to be good at these billet switches. Well, which billet switches do you want to be doing? Do you want to be doing a switch with a folded billet or do you want to do it with a flat billet or a business card? Or, or maybe you want to do it with a giant billet like. If that's a thing, I don't know. That's just like a notepad, isn't it? Or something. I don't know. But get completely clear in terms of what billet switch do you want to be able to be a master of? And how are you going to measure that? Are you going to measure that through um, invisible on... It's super clean on camera. So as a result of that, you're confident that with your misdirection and the, the skill behind the execution of the move in a live situation, that's going to fly? Or do you want to just test it on real people and just... Maybe move the billet to the side and see if they suspect anything. Do it however you like, but get clear on that. Which switches do you want to change? Which switches do you want to improve? And again, you take this out of context from a switching perspective or a billet's perspective, put it into the performance skills. If you want to go back to those performance skills and I want to be a better performer. Okay. Step one to being a better performer is maybe your communication skills. So, Maybe what you want to do is instead jump straight into, I want to learn how to deliver my scripts more confidently. And now you're starting to measure this. And again, you get clearer and clearer and clearer and keep asking yourself, what does that look like? What does that look like? What does that look like? And you can funnel it all the way down to the very specifics so that you know what you need to work on.
1: Yeah, and you know the beautiful thing, Aiden? This actually makes a lot of sense to all of the information we shared in episode three of the podcast, Why Mentalism? Like your favourite episode by far. So guys, if you're new for 2021, do listen to the backlog of episodes that we've got, because fantastic. And like I say, Why Mentalism is getting clear on your why, which is going to be directly applicable to this. But once they've got that, Aiden, once everything's in place and once really there is that super niche thing there. For me, I find it important not to take on too many things at once, because one of the pitfalls you can really fall into is saying, okay, I've got this super niche thing, this super niche thing, this super niche thing, because much like me, when I had that crazy morning routine, now you're overwhelming your stuff with many different things, and although your niche, you have your why, Trying to say, okay, I'm going to I'm going to improve my uh, this specific billet switch and then I'm going to improve this specific way of doing a double lift. And then I'm going to improve this specific way of delivering this script. And then I'm going to improve my website in a specific way. So it shows my reviews better. Now you're starting to stack so many things up. And again, you're now creating a horrible list which you can look at and think, oh, that's going to be difficult to to actually do. Do you think it's better to just say, here's the one thing. Or if they want to make that list of everything they want to improve over January, think, okay, here's a list of everything, but I'm not going to look at the rest. I'm just going to focus on the first thing on there. Once that's done, then I move on to the rest. Is that a better way of doing it?
0: A hundred percent. I think the idea is that you should be for me anyway. And from from what I've done myself is that I've set out these big these big, lofty, ambitious goals like anybody that's spoken to me or knows about My process is that I'm crystal clear in terms of what do I want out of 2021. I've got my goals for the entire year. I've got my three and five year goals. I've also got this broken down into my quarterly goals and then my monthly goals and then my weekly goals. And then, yep, you guessed it, my daily goals. So I've mapped this entire process so that if I just run on autopilot every single day, I'm automatically going to accomplish those weekly goals, which means that I'm automatically then going to stack that up. And at the end of the month, I'll have completed all of my monthly goals. And then as a result of my monthly goals being completed, I'll have completed my quarterly goals, which then means that my overall year is going to be exactly what I wanted it to be, give or take a little bit for adjustments. But when you start paying attention to to that super specific and prioritizing as well, Chances are that when you get this massive list of things that you want to improve and you've boiled it down to the specifics, well, chances are that there are going to be some specifics and some jobs more sort of weighty and more important than others. And so the obvious thing for you to do is to prioritise those. For example, does your website, your main landing page for weddings need updating or do you need to learn your billet switch? Which is going to be more important for your uh, magic, mentalism, entertainment career? Prioritise the website and get your billet switches in at a separate point. So really getting clear, prioritising your your goals. And again, Tim Ferriss talks about this. This is psychologically speaking a, a very, very important thing. The big goals are actually far more attainable than a goal that seems to be within reach or just outside of reach. And take a Elon Musk for example he looks at where he wants everything to be in 10 years time and then he tries and does all of that in six months so if you can condense these massive goals into such a short space of time you're going to get much more done and accelerated in the right way and and there's a few reasons for that I mean for example if you want to sell a million seats this year to your theater shows I mean good luck given the crazy state of the world. But if you really want to do that, how the heck are you going to do that? You have to radically adapt and radically think bigger. How are you going to get more shows or more shows with a bigger audience so that you can get more people in? And how do you get to those people? And you have to start thinking bigger so that you can go bigger, go further, go for longer and get those big, bold, crazy goals done once you've prioritized them.
1: Hi guys, it's Ashley here. I just want to quickly interrupt this podcast just to say one little thing. If you do enjoy the podcast that we are currently putting out at The Successful Mentalist, uh, do us a favour and make sure to subscribe. It will honestly help us out. It will mean the world. It will help with our stats and rankings, which mean that we're then shown to more magicians and mentalists around the world. And we want to try and help as many people as possible with these podcasts. So honestly, if you could subscribe, it would mean the absolute world to us. Anyway... Back to the podcast. Yeah I think that whole mapping process and getting exactly clear on the things that you need to do to execute the goals is is so important but there's still some other tricks that people can do and especially like if you've done all this and if you're watching you think yeah I I might need to shift uh, the my my January goals around my January resolutions around the things I want to do I'm gonna have to shift it so that it carries on and it it sticks with me as, as a, uh, as a person, you know, for example, let's take the billet switch. Let's say we've really got down and, and there's a specific billet switch with the billet folded four ways, blah, 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 blah. You don't need me to go into the details, a billet switch, specific one. When is the best time to practice that? Because at the end of the day, you've got your schedule, you've got your life, which is the usual life you usually do. And now you're trying to fit something else in something new in. You know, there's a really interesting thing, which I was speaking to you, Aidan, about uh, something called habit stacking. Maybe rather than thinking, OK, I've got to do this today and then you wait till the end of the day and then it probably doesn't get done. And then you wait till tomorrow and then it doesn't get done because you will then say, now I do it tomorrow, which is another thing where if you say I do it tomorrow, it will probably never happen. Because by saying I will do it tomorrow really means... Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's never going to happen. You've got to do stuff today. You've got to do stuff today and make immediate action on it. For example, like with my, uh, with my computer, I was logging on. I was doing some editing for the TSM YouTube, which, by the way, if you're not already subscribed, the successful mentalist on YouTube, do come over. There's plenty more free advice there, which we share weekly and uh and my computer was running slow so i looked at it and i went i probably need to clear through all of the junk that's on here and i could have easily said nah it's all right i'll I'll do it tomorrow but i knew that that would have eventually led to a week a month and never actually happened so i just knuckled down spent 10 minutes doing it bang done sorted out the way stress-free that's one thing you've got to consider but even when you do it like for example with the billet switch going back to what i said habit stacking Is there a specific time where it's convenient for you to do this? For example, you wake up in the morning and you have your morning coffee. You're sat there relaxed. Is that the best time to do it? Because you're going to be sat down anyway. Your attention's going to be free so you can focus on that thing. It's far better than than just thinking, oh, I'll do it in the evening where I'm tired. Oh, I'll whack a film on. Because if you listen to one of the previous episodes with Andrew Frost, he said, the best way to practice is to put your full attention on something. That way you can reduce down the time and actually get it better. So by stacking these things with other various things you might be doing, like for example the billet switch when you're sitting down with your coffee, it might be an easier way of actually going through with the task at hand. And as a result, because it's easy to follow through and easy to do every day, it sticks and you do it for the long run as well.
0: Completely, completely. such a game changer when you're clear on what it is that you want to do and and really habit stacking it in in such a way and if you don't drink coffee in the mornings that's fine maybe maybe you um, have a cold shower in the morning which again I've started doing again and it is hell but I know it is good for me so I am doing it I, I am doing it I know that it's amazing for my nervous system and all of that kind of stuff so I'm doing it for a reason so cold showers maybe that's your thing maybe you've got a, a, a 20, 30 minute commute to work, for example. And what you actually do in that time is you, uh, before you start, you hit record on your voice recorder or, or on your phone or something. You put your phone in a safe place. Do not touch it while you're driving. This is a TM, TSM safety announcement. Um, but as you're driving, you just talk ideas. Maybe you're thinking of a new show. Just allow, just keep talking. That's your only job. You have one job on day one. Talk for the full journey and then when you get you park up you switch your car off then you stop the recording if you've had any insights write them down or get clear on the specific ones or just make a conscious effort to revisit later on maybe you actually found a brilliant routine for your show or you've had an idea that could be a brilliant routine for your show make sure you pencil that time in to physically write it out so you can actually revisit it and this is really really important you've got to be able to schedule this time you have to just as you said Ashley tomorrow tomorrow is a, such a dangerous word we all say tomorrow and tomorrow never comes tomorrow tomorrow is still another tomorrow away I don't know what I'm saying at this point but you've got to schedule that time for me like if I can act on something immediately think oh I need to do that if I can get a- action it straight away I will but sometimes we can't do that. Sometimes we just have an idea and we think, oh, we should probably actually fix this or we should probably actually do this. Schedule that time in, get clear on a specific time that you're gonna do this. Maybe it's at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, uh, first hour of your day you're gonna spend. And again, remember, get super specific. You're gonna spend the first 30 minutes, first of all, emptying your downloads file of your computer and then filing all of your other things away into the right place and deleting any unneeded files super specific remember you want to be on autopilot so you can just fl- sort of glide through each day and just keep going and keep flying through at a, a million miles an hour and that's really sort of the key to making sticky goals and sticky habits that will just be with you for the long haul I mean what, some research will tell you that a good habit takes 21 days to build a lot of other resources will say it takes 28 days to build Some research, and again, this is the research I'm personally favourable for, is that it will take you 66 to 90 days to build a habit. And again, this is only approximate. We're all different. But I would rather try and build a habit for the long haul rather than just seeing if I can quickly do it in three weeks and be stuck with it. I'd rather aim for the 66. But you get the idea here. And what we're trying to say is not, not that you shouldn't have these goals or not that you should be doing these crazy things every single day. You don't have to do that. Just work out what it is that you want, because, for example, you might not have the time or the capacity or the or even the desire. Remember, this is important. You might not even have the desire to really blow up your entertainment career and be world famous and all that stuff. And that's okay. But get clear on what you want and the steps, the actionable steps to get you to that point, because that's what true goal setting is. That's what the modern world of goal setting is now is corrupt. So we've got to make sure that we do it and we take it back into our own hands. Yeah. And as well, the thing
1: that I really resonate with, make it easy for yourself, because if it's not easy, it's so then easy to just say, ah, I'm not going to do it. But if you make it easy for yourself, like it's going to happen. Like, for example, I mean, I think this is a great time to get accountable. Like we say some goals of what we're going to achieve and then say what we're going to do and blah, 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 blah. But first of all, like I'll tell you one for TSM. More social media content. And I'll tell you now, as of recording this, what are we doing? Well, like we said, we're habit stacking. We wanted to do more social media content. So whilst recording this podcast, we've also got a Zoom call open. And we're recording the video on Zoom, which means Aiden can splice it up. So for those watching on social media, hello, you can see us now. Aiden is going to splice it up and that gives us social media content. we're making content without actually putting in any extra time. We're being more efficient. And it goes back to that old saying, working smarter, not harder. But I think this is a great time. Like I say, Aidan, shall we we get accountable here? What are the things that we're doing in January?
0: We are doing some crazy things in January. First of all, you might have seen it at this point if you're TSM fans, but on the 18th, we have a uh, first, it's a TSM first. We have a complete convention. It's a free virtual online, insert other words to describe internet-based platforms, convention all about online shows. It's a full-day event and we're going to be taking you through the entire process of actually getting clear on this intention behind these online shows, creating and developing the online material, making sure that you've got a good enough show Tips and techniques on actually performing the show, and then marketing, selling, and scaling that show to your initial sort of dreams and desires. It's a full day, and we've got lots of special guests as well. I'm not gonna not gonna drop any names because I don't know if I don't know if Ashley's actually uh, if Ashley's actually allowing me to do this. But um, oh, you can't leak anything today, Adam. Okay, so I'm not gonna name any names for obvious reasons, but I promise this is a TSM guarantee. You will be amazed at some of the names that we've got pulled in. We're going to be talking about all of this stuff. So again, check the show notes or head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com to find out more on sort of how to register and all that fun stuff. I'm so excited. I know Ashley's incredibly excited as well. This is going to be so much fun. But that's a TSM thing. Ashley, I want to flip the question straight back to you. What are you doing either personally or professionally in 2021? What are your goals? Oh, wow. Well, yes. Um,
1: Okay. Uh, Oh, that's come off the cuff. So let's go for it. Well, I'll save the interesting one. Till last, because I know you guys, you're here for the magic and mind reading and all that interesting jazz. So I'll save that one too afterwards. Let's stick with a boring productivity one first. You know, I was speaking to an old uh, work colleague. I used to work as an estate agent, and I was speaking to one of them. They since left and they set up their uh, own magazine uh, company, which, if you want to check out, Warm Welcome Magazine, uh, tell Sai that I sent you to go stalk him. And um, I was speaking to him, and he was saying, you know, When working on your company, The Successful Mentor I bet you're still doing what you used to do in our job, where you make a million and one different notes on scattered pieces of paper and they're left all around your room. And I looked to my side and I saw millions of pieces of paper on my table and I immediately took a photo and went, yeah, mate, you're not wrong, I'm still doing it. And he went, "Ah, Ashley... Do you remember in our morning meetings what we used to do? You used to sit there with your scraps of paper. I used to have a proper hardback book and every day I'd write the date across the top and then I'd write every single thing I need to do. And that way, and like it makes a lot of sense. Everything's organized in one place. You're not going to lose it. And easily, if you need to flick back and see what you've accomplished in the last few days or anything you've missed, well, it's in one place. And the other thing I've mentioned as well, morning meetings. This is something I'm going to bring in. Every morning for 30 minutes, just having a quick meeting with myself, bang what do i need to do today list me important things just to get clear i will do it the night before i write a list but it's always great in the morning just to remind myself so i've got that complete clarity going forward the next thing well this is this is a fun one as you know me and Adam. well you might know we've been dropping some teasers here and there but i'm completely ditching our tour <laughs> no, I'm not abandoning it, um, but yeah, that's right, me and Aidan are doing a tour together, we're going round the UK, um, so if you're listening in one of the other 72 countries, um, you're going to have to wait to see us, because we're going round the UK first, where we live, and, you know, through all of the advice that Aiden shared, I've shared through the TSM podcast, and listen back to it, I'm thinking... Yeah, I've actually learned a lot myself. Uh, so I'm completely disregarding everything I plan to do in that tour. And I'm writing it from the ground up because I know that I can do a much better job. And I know that I can put together something which is really captivating and which my in- audiences are going to love based on based off the advice that <laughs> I've been listening to, which <laughs> is what we've said, which is crazy. So they're the two things that I'm going to do. And um, I've got various different ways which I'm going to do it. But I'm tackling each day. And it's just clear and it's easy. I'm not making it too hard for myself. I'm just making it really easy. Like the notepad one. (laughs) I just just buy it and then leave it on my desk and then bang, done.
0: (laughs) Completely. It's one of those habits where you find out when you're most likely to have these creative ideas or be making notes. Is it at your desk while you're working? If so, there you go. That's the exact position that you leave your notepad. Is it on your bedside table where you're reading magic books or watching a magic DVD in the evenings or you're thinking uh, that's when your brain is most active? Well, leave your notepad on the bedside table or maybe you go out for a walk, which, again, incredibly good for creativity. Just going to throw that one out there. But you go out for a walk and you find that you have a lot of creative ideas. Then take your notepad with you, make those damn notes. And that's like habit stacking at its finest. It's a brilliant way that. Ashley, you're literally taking that principle and applying it immediately into your daily work. And again, just to be clear on the on the tour element, you can crunch that down again. We've obviously got this year, we've got um, maybe a couple of like, soft dates, um, hopefully going ahead as a result of everything, but we've got a few dates just to trial the show and test the material and the what it's like working with our teams and all of that kind of stuff ahead of next year's actual tour. But this year, Well, that can always be chunked down into, okay, first things first, we need to write the show. We need to redefine the show, make sure that the show is the best that we possibly can. How do we do that? We'll break that down. Again, we're going to talk in a few weeks' time about stage shows, so stay tuned for a bit more info on that. But you're going to scale it all the way down to what can I do today to make that happen? And when you start with that attitude, suddenly the biggest, boldest goals can actually become incredibly easy. For example, just to throw this one out there, Patrick Grove, he actually spends a specific amount of time that he calls the billion dollar hour. The billion dollar hour. And he schedules it. It's an hour where he is completely uninterrupted and he spends time trying to work on a business model that will allow him to scale to one billion dollars in two years flat. It's never been done. At the time of recording this, it's usually taken four to six years to get to that point. He's trying to work out how to do it in two, but he's getting completely clear. He's having those ideas, scaling it right down to what would you need to do today, tomorrow, this week. And that is the exact principle that we can take and apply into our magic mentalism performance careers. Yeah, exactly
1: that. And, you know, if there's one thing I hope you've taken from this podcast, it's to get clear, make it easy for yourself, because then all of these things which you've agreed to do in January, they'll stick, hopefully, through the rest of your life. And as always, we always say, if you need any help with this stuff, reach out, search us, any social media, The Successful Mentalist. But with that in mind, unless there's anything else you want to say, Aiden, I have no comments. He has no comments. He's done. He shared his gold for the day. That's all you're getting. Unless you want to visit his blog post or or my YouTube. Um, I say my YouTube, our YouTube. But I'm taking the lead like you are with the blogs. So if you want to visit those for the extra content, feel free for that. Aiden did mention our convention. You might as well come to it. It's free. It's free, guys. You might as well sign up and come because it's amazing Uh, again search our website for that but we will see you next week where we talk about some more awesome stuff we're actually going to be talking about online shows which is very relevant to the convention which is coming up so we'll see you then take care guys and stay safe